You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. AFC Sparky, 5 or 12.50 a.m. The Fan, beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Follow me on Twitter at Sparky Radio. There he is, and the man in the middle as we live stream this bad boy on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. He is Dwight Albright. So follow him on Twitter at Dewey300. Uh, go get your ball drilled and worked on over there at the New, uh, New Berlin Bowl at the Spare Time Pro Shop. That is why we named this show Spare Time Only Show years ago. Uh, and then our guy, Phil Brylow, a.k.a. $2 Phil, because that's what he carries around, our $2 bills. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Brew City Bowling. Uh, okay, so we're going to get into the PBA draft. Uh, we'll preview, show it, uh, and talk about that coming up. We'll get into the PBA award season. They got the nominees out for that a couple of weeks ago. It's been a while since we've done the this show because we had the toy drive and so forth, the Blaine's Farm and Fleet, uh, 17th annual toy drive with WSSP and Kiss FM last week. Phil Brylow came out, donated some toys. Really appreciate that. Phil, you saw the semi-truck that was out there, the semi-trailer yeah. that was out there. We filled the damn thing. I uh, did over $100,000 uh, wow. in toys and cash for Children's Wisconsin and Robin's Nest, which was amazing. Uh, awesome. Our guardian angels uh, in uh, Oak Creek, Steelwind Industries did 16 shopping carts full wow. of toys uh, <laughs> when they were there, nice. which was great. Blaine's donated a bunch of toys, too. So uh, it was a lot of fun. So appreciate everybody that was a uh, part of the toy drive uh, and looking forward to next year, 18th uh, year in 2024. OK, so on my way into work this morning. So when I come into work, I drop off Kay at uh, work where she works, and then I drop off Tatum at the sitter, and then I come to work. And I'm usually here in time to do the show. And in Oak Creek, there's a street called 13th Street, right? And there is a middle school, Oak Creek Middle School, what is it, West, I think it is, and it's right there on 13th Street. So right there in that area, and then across the street from the middle school, they're all houses, right? Because it's a residential neighborhood. And it's, you know, one lane of traffic one way, one lane of traffic the other way. Well. They're doing construction or We Energies is doing something over there, whatever the case may be. So the one side that was coming towards me from north to south, that side was completely closed off with cones. So you couldn't go that way. So they had construction people with, you know, stop or slow and go signs that they sit there and they turn around, right? Stop and you sit there and you wait. The other lane of traffic comes towards you. And once they go, then they go, okay, you can go. And then your lane goes. So I'm the first one up in line and I'm slowing down. And there's a truck coming at me, a red truck coming at me. And there is a cop behind the red truck. The cop turns his lights on. The person driving the red truck stops right where he turned the lights on in the construction zone. So now we can't go because he's stopped. The people that were supposed to come behind him, they can't go because he stopped. 
So the construction lady in front of me turns and looks at me and just shakes her head. I was like, yeah, I, I have no idea. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But wait, it gets better. So I'm sitting there and I go to Kago. Well, surely this cop is going to tell him, dude, just pull into the school parking lot and, you know, we'll talk there. Right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> dude gets out of his car and does the entire process with the car stopped in front of him in the construction zone. So we sat there for 20 minutes, 25 uh, minutes, and waited for whatever the hell he decided to throw his life. He could have, wow. it literally was less than five to 10 yards away from the end of it to where he would have pulled over and then he could have turned his lights on. He yeah. turns his lights on in the construction zone and the dude literally stops immediately. And they do the whole process right there. He wasn't speeding because he was barely moving towards me. So. Yeah. We're thinking either it was tags on the plate, tinted windows. Who knows? But the still, dude goes by. He's like a 50, 60-year-old guy. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, how yeah. dumb are you? You are a cop, man. You didn't. You don't see what's on both sides of you that right. you should get him out of there so traffic can continue? No, nope, we're just going to stop there and hold up traffic in Oak Creek. I was so uh. pissed off. <laughs> So you didn't have to get the off. number on the car, did you? On the cop car? No, it's so dumb. I could not believe it. I'm like, I know some Oak Creek cops, and that was not anybody I knew because I would have known that person. I would have got out of my car and said, "Dude, come on, seriously, <laughs> move out of here." But I didn't know that guy, so I wasn't gonna say anything. Uh, can you believe yeah. he did that? I uh, well, they're making he, a huge traffic or, hazard behind you too. On top of it, I mean, both ways, nobody to, could yeah, move. Yeah, and then there's a side street or, coming out of a neighborhood. They yeah. were backed up with cars. So now they go to release uh, traffic. What, what you did. Right, right. So they go to release traffic. Now, oh, that was the other thing. The cop lets the car go. So he goes past me. The cop says, I'm going to make a big old Y turn right here before we do anything. <laughs> I pulls forward. He pulls this way. He backs up. He pulls this way. Then he goes up. Then he goes into the neighborhood. So now they finally release traffic. So the people in the neighborhood, they get released first. The people going north and south get released. And then we get released last. Uh, and we finally get to go. I, my well, that was a five-minute story, but I'm telling you, yeah. I was well, pissed. Yeah. I've never seen anything that, that dumb in my life. That's only supposed to happen, though, on Mondays, not Thursdays. Well, I don't know, but that was the <laughs> single dumbest thing I've seen a cop do in my life. That was re absolutely remarkable. Uh, okay, uh, let, let's talk about the PBA draft show coming up. Plus, we'll talk about the PBA awards, too. Maybe make some predictions on those. They put out the nominees mm -hmm. on social media a couple weeks ago, uh, so we can get into some of that stuff uh, as well. All right, Phil Brylo, uh, it's a new year. Uh, for the elite bowling league or whatever the hell they're calling it now. Uh, so uh, please do explain for those new people tuning into the spare time bowling show, uh, what the PBA and Tom Clark have in store for us now. It's an actual league. It's all season long during the PBA season to make your way to Bayside bowl in Portland. There's going to be 14 head to head matches. There's eight teams now in the PBA league. Uh, unfortunately now my PBR Milwaukee Pounders replica jersey from H5G is now just a collector's item uh, along with the Chicago Breeze they're folding those two teams and they're basically keeping the other eight teams they're only going to be able to keep two players per team instead of three like they did in past years and they're going to redraft the entire league uh, on the 13th they'll be doing wait, that wait, 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 wait. so new captains new managers everything is starting over no there's still most of the captains are still the same uh, one change is Johnny Petraglia is no longer the captain of the, uh, the manager of the Waco Wonders. It's gonna be Parker Bone the third. And then for the LAX, it was Andrew Kane. That's no longer the case. It's gonna be Jason Belmonte as the manager, and he could be the player manager, just like Norm Duke right. was for the Dallas Strikers. 
if he chooses to protect himself. So, and then uh, the people that were running the show in Milwaukee and Chicago, they just get thrown back into the pool. They don't get an automatic spot with one of these other teams. Right. Marshall Holman is no longer a manager in the league. And now Jason Couch is with, uh, I'd have to check the team, but Jason Couch is still part of the league as well. But Rash gets so, thrown back in then. Rash gets thrown back in. Everybody that was on the That's Pounders, everybody was on the Breeze. So for the Pounders, it was Sean Lavery Spar, Anthony Lavery Spar, Dick Gallon, AJ Chapman, Sean Rash. They all go back in the draft pool. Ooh. For the Chicago Breeze, it was Dom Barrett, Kevin Williams, Thomas Keiko, Jake Peters, and Tom Smallwood all back in the pool. That's so, nice. That really makes that pool better. And especially with only being able to have the teams hold three players. So if you have the Portland Lumberjacks, you've had that threesome with Kyle Troop, Chris Prather, and Wes Malott for a long time. Which two do you hold? Easy. Mm -hmm. See it, Wes. Unreal. Yeah. Bye, Wes. Right. I'm going yeah. youth. I'm not franchise. Going. I don't give a yeah. damn. He's old. You have a bad back and everything else. See yeah. you later, man. We're moving on. Like, I mean, you know how this works, Dwight. We were just talking right. about your bad back. Like you, well, no. Yeah, there's just a time. There's right. a time. Right. You age right. out, man. Like, right. It kind of is what it is. I mean, Phil. Oh, Dwight, Ash me? just got a bad back too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. He, he's so. had a back for back issue too. So, so did he ever have that surgery, Phil? Yes, Wes. Yeah. So he's no, no Rash. Rash. Oh, Rash. No, he hasn't had it yet. I think it's coming up pretty soon. Okay. So he's got some, I know he's got some, some stuff surgery. going on. Yeah. So <clears throat> right. I'd have to go back and look at his social media. I don't think he's had anything major. If he, if he has anything, it hasn't been a lot because he's been busy doing all kinds of clinics Regional. and that type of thing. And he's already yeah. announcing that he's doing stuff in January. So okay. he, he hasn't really been slowing down on that end of things. Okay. It's got to be a nice so, side hustle for him. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he said he did like almost 30 this year, I think it was, all together. That's a lot. And, and they're all in Illinois for the most part, right? No, it's all over. He was just out in Arizona and Colorado. Really? And, oh, yeah. He travels all over. They did one in they did one in Maine before they had the league in Portland. Oh, nice. yeah. He's good he's for all him. Over. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of the pros that are starting to do that now with some clinics and, and that type of thing. So during the uh during the off season of the PBA. So sad to see Marshall Holman not a manager on some other team. Yeah. Is he gone, gone, or will another team pick him up as a manager? I don't think, no. The manager on always, TV. Yeah, he'll be on TV. Or I mean, they're bringing the Roth Holman doubles back on TV as part of the World Series of Bowling, so they'll be back on TV again instead of being a bowl TV only thing. So, you Great. know, we'll see Marshall on there, and I'm, we'll see Marshall. I hope that Tom Clark brings Marshall out to Portland anyway, just because as and put him know, on Mark TV. Ross, That's what Mark I just Ross, said. Well, yeah. Mark Roth's best doubles partner ever. And they were great friends and the and Mark Roth MVP trophy. Let Marshall give that hand that over at the end of the, at the end of the league finals in Portland. So yeah, absolutely. I'm going to get a soda because I'm going to cough up a lung. Keep talking. Yeah, I'll keep talking. So the another neat part about this league this year is that the rosters are going to six players per roster instead of five. Okay. Because with the tie-in every week, there may be some <clears throat> players that might miss a tour stop. Uh, they might have something personal going on. They might be injured. So right. that way the rosters can be prepared. So that sixth man, that sixth player that they're going to have is really going to be crucial because a lot of these managers, some players might not be good on the week that they're bowling on the cheater or the wolf and other players might right. not be the best you want when they're out there bowling on the shark or the dragon. Uh, so, the competition at each PBA tour stop for these regular season league matches is on the tour condition that week. So okay. most of the time they're going to come out of the practice session on a Monday or Tuesday and bowl the league matches that night. So like for the first week, 
when they're in North Rock, it's only 33 days to the first day of the PBA League and the first day of the PBA in 2024, everybody. It's better than Christmas for me. Uh, rounds one and two, January 9th in North Rock, and they're going to get all those matches bold, and it's going to be on the, the pattern they're using for the PBA Players Championship. Uh, so the matchups are all on the PBA website. You can see them already. And there's going to be some matches during the season that will be deferred from the regular bowling time uh, on that Monday or Tuesday, whatever it might be after the practice session. And it's going to be on Fox Sports 1. So the first week uh, that we're going to get that is on uh, for the Players' Championship. We'll have a show featuring the PBA League. Then once we get to... Uh, the U.S. Open in Woodland, there's going to be another show that will feature a couple of the teams on that show. And all the matches this year for the, the 14 matches that they're having, whether it's on TV or whether it's at the tournament site, they're all that race to two format. So you, if it's tied at one-to-one, -one, the team captains are going to choose their players so that ninth and tenth frame roll-off, and then they have that roll-off. And after that, it turns into a single ball roll-off. So there's going to be a lot of excitement there. Uh, the first round of TV when they get to Portland, for the six teams that make it, there's going to be two teams that don't get there. It's not, hey, everybody's in the league and you're going to get a chance to bowl and make money. You can be one of those bomb two teams and get squadoosh, get nothing unless you advance to Portland. It's $500,000 in total prizes this year for the PBA League. 100000 of that's going to the first place team once again. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right. So I love it that there's going to be competition every week. Yes, a majority of it, you're going to have to have a Bull TV subscription to watch, just like if you would, you know, want to watch qualifying or match play of any PBA event now, be a Bull TV subscriber and, and, and be able to watch all that at your convenience. If you can't watch it live, they always have the archives. And I'm really looking forward to, to following a season long worth of league action this year. I think that's really going to perk up interest overall in the league. And I think by the time it gets to the TV shows in Portland, it's gonna it's gonna bump up the casual viewer up a little more to where it's not like it's just not like a one off thing like oh here's this unique thing again with the PB League they've seen these season long battles all you know going on during the twenty three during the twenty twenty four PB League season and they're gonna be invested in a favorite team it's not like okay here's right. a guy I like or that kind of thing there's gonna be a bit more of a chance for these 
you know, teams to be invested in, in, in fans to be invested in these teams. Uh, somebody, you know, people from Texas, more people will be invested in the Waco Wonders uh, or the Dallas Strikers. Uh, they've moved the King, you know, they've moved the yeah. Kingpins from New York to New Jersey. Okay. Makes sense. You know, there's a lot of bowling going on in New Jersey. Right. Bolero's got one of the biggest bowling centers they use. We saw it last year for the PBA Players Championship, you know, with, with Bolero North Brunswick. Uh, they had a historic center when it was Cavalier, you know, Carolier yeah. Lanes, pardon me, back in the day when they had a bunch of U.S. Opens there. Uh, Silver Lake, the Adam Splitters are now in Akron. And, of course, Akron, home of the TOC. great center with Riviera with the TOC. Right. Mota Muscle, the Bolero LAX. So, yeah, so there's a couple of re- relocations out there. But it's going to be interesting to see how these <laughs> managers draft because they're only going to be able to protect two of their favorites they've had, some of them for years now. and then. Uh, four rounds of drafting. So it's it, it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, basically I think it's the Bolero LAX to get the, yeah, Bolero LAX to get the first pick. So is Belmont going to protect himself the first round? Or is, I mean, because they, they got to, you know, or is he going to, you know, he can protect two other players and then pick himself. Well, technically he can't, but, you know, I'd try to swing that around the rules if I could, if I was Belmont, why not? Hey, I'll protect sure. these two players and I'm going to draft myself. First oh, there's that. a lot of incentive. Obviously, it's uh, is the money, uh, uh, the grand prize money, up from last year to this year. No, it was a hundred thousand dollars this past year in Portland. Okay, so talk a little bit more then about the shows then for the PBA League, uh, the qualifying shows. So, how are they going to work that? Is it going to be a separate hour, or a separate show from the regular shows? How's that going to work? Yeah, for the one for the weeks that they're not on FS1 with PBA Elite League action. That's simply going to be after the practice session at whatever, you know, at the tournament site. So for Bolero North Rock, it's going to have a majority of their matches uh, are going to be on that first uh, uh, Monday or Tuesday, whatever the practice session is. They'll have the practice session for the Players' Championship. And then they'll have the um, uh, regular tournament the rest of the week. Right, regular but for time. other weeks right. that they'll have it, they'll defer a couple of matches, like we talked about in Indianapolis. Those matches in Indianapolis are going to be. Uh, let me get scroll down here. Uh, you're going to have. Come on, it's here somewhere. I know I got it. Uh, Lumberjacks versus the Kingpins and uh, Waco Wonders versus the Motown Muscle. Okay, so you got to think with the Ballards. You got you have Dell Ballard and. Uh, Carolyn Doran Ballard co-managing the Motown Muscle now. Uh, Jason Couch takes over the now New Jersey Kingpins with that move. Uh, you got to figure out the Muscle is going to hold on to Tackett and Simonson. So here you got yeah. your probably PBA Player of the Year with EJ Tackett. If that doesn't happen, there's something wrong with this sport. And uh, then you got our defending champions with the Waco Wonders and see what they have for their lineup coming back. And you know that race to two format is always exciting. You know, and I know part of it's because of the TV confines. You're stuck within that time frame for TV, but you know that just puts more pressure on to get out there and win right away. And knowing that there's, you know, the best part for me is knowing that there's two teams left behind at the end of the season. You know, there's going to be some matches, and when you get into that last week, that are going to decide whether or not uh, a team can make the finals in Portland or whether they're going home. And I really hope that. They can flex that schedule a little bit. It's already on the website that that last week at the Tournament of Champions, 
It's supposed to be the LAX versus the Lumberjacks and the Adam Splitters versus the High Rollers. But I hope they can flex that. I hope, really hope that Tom Clark can flex schedule that. All of a sudden, let's say if it's supposed to, let's say the, the Wonders and the Kingpins are fighting out for that number six spot to advance to Portland. Sorry, Adam Splitters and High Rollers. If you're in already, you're bowling earlier in the week. We're saving that Wonders and Kingpins match until TV. And let's show this for fans because that's going to be the added excitement that I think the PBA League has been looking for for a while. And now they're finally going to be able to show it with actually having a regular season that matters. So if I understand correctly, last year it was 10 teams. Now it's going to be eight, but only six are going to make it to the actual show in Portland, Maine. Correct. And with having six players on a team instead of five, there's still going to be 48 PBA bowlers on involved in the PBA League. And that could change as well because let's say Sean Rash blows out his back. Okay, right. well, then you have to pick up a spare player on the tour that, you know, fits the – you could pick up a hot hand. All of a sudden, let's say uh, Anthony Lavery Spire doesn't get picked up. He didn't have enough points last year. He, he had some medical issues during the season with some with some ear problems and some balance problems, and he gutted through it, and he just won the PBA Southwest Invitational this last weekend. Let's say he come, he doesn't get drafted in the uh, on, on next Wednesday night. Well, somebody gets hurt, who are they going to turn to? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, here, here we go. Let's take, let's pick up ALS. We got this guy on the waiver wire. You know, I it, it doesn't say in the article. Can they have a wa- waiver wire? If you get a player that's just not producing during PBA league, can you dump them? I think you should be able to do that. If you have a player that just, you know, or if there's an injury, you know, I, I would assume that that's what it's going to be. If you have an injury, you can drop a player off the roster and then pick up somebody, and that player is on injured reserve or whatever. Uh, hopefully, it gets a little more detailed getting into the season. But you know, the the, the the ability of having rosters that you could take care of somebody that's injured or trade. Let's say you got a guy, you know, you're, you're fighting for a playoff spot. There's let's say the, the Motown muscle aren't having a good year. Well, would the Ballards be willing to maybe part with something and, and let Simonson or EJ Tackett go? Is that possible with the rules? I haven't seen the rules on it yet. If there, if trades will be possible, I think it'd be great. Why mm-hmm. treat it any different than any other sport? You want to be right. treated like a like a high class sport. Trades happen in every sport all the time. Trades happen right. in professional lacrosse. Why yes. can't trades happen in, in in professional team bowling? So right, well, it keeps the excitement uh, going. Right, right. It's storylines. Correct. So and it yeah, and I just love the fact that you know it's going. You know, you're going to have basically four months to watch this league season develop. Sure, there's some breaks in there. You know, small breaks because it's following the PBA tour season and everything. And I know Sparky will say, and he's not wrong with, okay, well, hey, we're done at the end of April and we'll see in September in Portland. Right. You know, there's that big break in there too. To, but I'm sure the PBA could do some stuff to help promote those teams that are getting to the finals in Portland. They could do special appearances. They could do clinics or, hey, come do it, you know, send the team to Waco or, send, you know, hey, guy, or send them around Houston. You know, Waco's close enough to Houston or San Antonio. Hey, come visit with your, you know, Elias Cup finalist, PBA, you know, Waco Wonders. Now put on an appearance or clinic or that kind of thing. Sure, they get a bunch of PBA fans that would come out and be interested in that. So, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be real interesting to see how this season develops. I don't want to say it's a make-or-break season for the PBA League, but I think they can really make themselves into a more followable sport as a team unit with this season in teams. Because that's what bowling is. I mean, how many people bowl 
individual leagues yeah. where it's just they're they're bowling as a single. No, yeah. they're bowling with three other people or four other people in their in their in their leagues every week. Yep. So it's going to make it more relatable to to Joe Average that goes to his league and, and shoots 150 and has a couple of beers. Hey, team bowling, this is fun. Hey, why don't we do Baker format in our league sometime? Right. Mix it up, that kind of thing. Get the idea. Right. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, 30, in my opinion, sometimes 33 weeks of four or five on a team with the same three games. I mean, it's, it gets pretty boring by week 24. <laughs> right. Right. You're it's looking like, okay, forward we, to the break. Here we go again. So, right. Did we, did Sparky fall over? Did we? I, I think he died. <laughs> he, he's had a rough morning, I tell you. So. Yeah. Between the, the cop and yeah. uh, now the coughing fit. Yeah. I think he's finally back. Okay. Well, he's hey, still alive. All right. We were getting, getting <laughs> we worried about been him. talking about me the whole time or you actually no, got to the draft no, no. preview? We, no, we actually, <laughs> well, we actually talked, we, we pretty much covered the league and, and what's going on with the format and. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, so let's Portland let's go and... over a couple of things. I'm sorry, I've been right. coughing my head off, and yeah. me and Phil were talking about this before he came. Phil's home because Phil has been coughing his head off, and I didn't sleep much last night because I've been coughing my head off. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is this is my thing on this PBA league thing. We said it before. And I'm going to say it again. I hate having three months. Call it <laughs> three damn months between the league and that, and I want an explanation. Why this is happening? Because I haven't seen it. I I read the PBA release thing or whatever they put out there yeah. on the Elite League or whatever. I want an explanation because, as I've said before, and I'll say again, is this a Fox mandate that they have to run programming in September, and this is their answer to it, or is it simply? I don't know. That's all I can think of. Because yeah, logically, you can't convince me that a three month delay between the time it ends and the championship is a good idea. Yeah. That doesn't logically, I don't see how common sense comes into play unless Fox is mandating. You have to have something there. They don't want to create a new event or a new series of events to fill September. Yeah. So they hope the draw of, you know, bowling heaven is enough to pull everybody back because realistically this thing should end. It should be the last event of the schedule. That's what right. it should be. It should be the very last event and you go do it to end the season. It should be, yeah. You know, April, whatever the Super Bowl right. yeah. uh, of the schedule. That's what it yeah. should be. Yeah, yeah. The, la- the last round of the regular season's the same week of the tournament of the champions in Akron. Pardon me, Fairlawn, Ohio. I don't want to say Akron. I'll get hate mail on that. Mm-hmm. But it's just. But Sparky, I was just talking off the air too. I mean, use those three months and, and take these teams that make the finals in Portland and get them out there at places and go meet your Waco Wonders if you're in San Antonio or Waco. Yes, or, that's yeah, great. I mean, too. they should be. They should be. Tra- they should be traveling the hell out of these guys during that three month downtime. And doing clinics and doing Matches. personal appearances. and I think realistically, well, maybe not realistically, but I think if pie in the sky, if you had a dream type deal, you'd love to see them all get one home right. set up. Right. Right. Now, again, you're asking them, the PBA and Tom Clark, to find bowling centers that can accommodate the PBA and what they bring to town um, and do what they need to have done in order to 
host one of these things. But to me, that makes a lot of sense um, to make that work kind of going forward. The problem is the way they have this set up is it's kind of tied to wherever they are for their tournament they already have in play. And then, oh, by mm -hmm. the way, since we're here, we're going to do the PBA League stuff instead. They right. don't. It doesn't appear that they can figure out how to make it work without that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I will say this, going back to what you just said, and I know that um, streaming sucks from a numbers-wise versus what TV brings, right? You're mm -hmm. not going to get anywhere close to the numbers and all of that, no. and I right. get that. But maybe in the summertime, maybe that's when you take this road on the show tour and you find a house in every city and you tell the house, look, it's you're not going to be on TV. It's going to be streaming. We'll promote the hell out of it socially. We'll get a couple of TV stations lined up to talk to and so forth um, to promote it in your market. Yeah. Um, and those wins still count in the whole deal. And you promote it if people want to watch it, stream or whatever else. But like you said, now these people get to come and root for their own in their house type yeah. deal, right. right? And you can make it a big competition, right? So it can be, and again, I'm the idea guy sometimes. And a lot of times I get laughed at by Clark, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, what if you did this? What if you said, okay, from, you know, in July and August or whatever, we're going to travel. There's eight teams you said, right? So yeah. So yeah. every weekend we're going to travel to one of the cities and we're going to have a, a home center, quote unquote, whatever. Now, whichever home center has the best home crowd, that's the loudest, that cheers the loudest and is the most into it that we feel at the end of the day, will reward you with X tournament the following year. Like you get tournament of champions yeah. next year, or you get whatever the yeah. following year. And then we bring everybody in, you get a TV event, the whole deal. And then the next summer you do it again. And we see who has the best home crowd. And now there's a nugget being waved saying, Hey man, we could get, we'd be on TV the whole deal. If we just show up and show out, I yeah. think that could be kind of fun and it could kind of draw it a little bit. Well, and I think with just cross promoting, I mean, send send the Waco Wonders to Waco or San Antonio or Houston or all the area around there in the off season, and have them bowl five of the local guys yep. that get picked at random in a, in a Baker match for some prizes or something. Sure, like that. right. And get, just get people a shirt for that. You know, the one thing it's great that it's, it's it's streaming. It's great that if people want to subscribe to Bowl TV, they can subscribe to Bowl TV. I hope the PBA does something outside of the live streaming where they featured on their YouTube channel, where they feature like a weekly update on the matches for people that can't watch that, that, that aren't going to subscribe or that kind of thing where the general public gets to see it. If it stays behind that paywall, I think that's could yeah. hurt the yes. number of people that follow the league, but yep. if they do something with live streaming on YouTube, well, they can't because of the bowl TV contract, they can't, but they can do a wrap up. Let's say, let's say they bowl the shows on Monday by the time Wednesday rolls around, you could take some bull TV footage and you could take somebody that's on site talking to guys after the league session's done uh, and wrap it all together. And here you go. Hey, everybody, here's what happened in the PBA league this week kind of thing. And, and you know, the you other know, thing that you just said, a hundred times more people to watch that than you're going to, if it stays behind the bull TV paywall. Agreed. Yeah. Paywalls. Yeah. yeah. Paywalls hurt anybody, including myself as a sports talk guy. I'll tell you what I hate. I hate when I'm trying to read a story in Atlanta as the Brewers are getting ready to play the Braves, yeah. but the Packers are playing the Falcons. I'm just picking a random city. Right. And you have to pay in order to see it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I don't want to read your crap every day. I just mm -hmm. want to read this one article 
for the game on Sunday. I don't, I don't want to read it just now. And that's the one thing I like about the Journal Sentinel. Like you get three or five free articles a month or whatever it is. So yeah. opposing teams, they can just read their one article and be done or two articles for that week. And you're done. A lot of these, you don't even get one or two free articles. But I'll go back to what you said. You could go to the bowling house and say, all right, look, this is the deal. We're going to do it Phil's way. And we're going to have the Wake of Wonders come in. And what we, we would like you to do, and we'll provide prizes or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We want you to have an old, your own tournament, maybe two or three weeks prior to this. Top five bowlers that finish in that tournament comprise the team that will bowl the Waco Wonders, yeah. you know, in a prime time thing or whatever else when they yeah. come in. So yeah. now you got you give them two or three weeks to practice together if they don't know each other, whatever else. The five best from the city that bowls. Uh, against the Waco Wonders that come in. Now, are there going to be situations where your team's going to get beat? Yep. There's going to be situations Mm -hmm. where your team's going to get beat. There's no question that's going to happen. Right. Um, If the Eagles or the PBA bowlers can't handle that, then maybe you can't do this. Uh, But if if they're, well, hey, right, you laughed, Dwight, but everybody's got an ego here, right? And they, you're on the PBA tour. I'm on TV. You're not, you you work in the factory, whatever you do. Like, I I do this for a damn living. You beat me one time and not whatever. I'm just saying, like, yeah. the Eagles have to be able to handle this, right? Professional baseball players and football players, NBA players, they ain't doing this crap. There's no way. Yeah. But you're not that. You're trying to promote PBA League, get more listeners or more uh, people to watch the events and get more familiarized with the whole deal. Uh, but again, people are going to be there and root. Yeah. Now, are they going to root for the local All-Stars? Or are they going to root for their home team? I, Probably they're going to root for the local All-Stars, is yeah. my guess. So... That kind of works against it where you're going to be the enemy in your own house type deal. Yeah. But then when it comes to PBA league time, hey, man, I know these guys, man. I sat at the bar and, and had a drink with Sean Rash or that's whatever. Right. That's yeah. my guy. He lost, yeah. but that's still my guy. Yeah. Right. You know, that that type of stuff, I think that helps because, you know, once you have that personal relationship, Dwight, and if you like the person, you're always going to root for the person. They do this every Thursday on SRX Racing. If you follow SRX Racing, that would be the Senior Citizen Tour. Yes, yeah. I know what it is. Yes, but Tony they take Stewart a, and the likes. Yes, yeah. yeah, they take a local driver and they put them up against you know the the legends, if you want to call it that. And Seniors. that local driver usually is the one that wins the race. And you know, I back when I did final inspection, my racing show, I said this is exactly what they should have done with the truck series. That truck series should have been Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, and all of those guys five, 10 years ago when they retired, they should have just put them right into a truck, did 10 or 15 truck races a year and been done with it. Yeah. They didn't listen to me, but guess who did? Tony Stewart. So they yeah. create the mm-hmm. SRX League, and it's it's huge. They sell out yes. everywhere they everywhere go. They go. Oh, it's it's, yeah. it's ratings huge. phenomenal for for being on yeah, cable. We, the ratings we have tickets insane. for this year. Yes, I mean it's just we're going to be there. It's an amazing it's an amazing deal, and it's a smart deal. That's how they do it. Now, can yeah. PBA fifty, you know, get to that point at some point? Probably not. Yeah. But I'll I'll tell you this: I don't think it's a bad idea. Nope. To have like a Hall of Fame show. And not a tournament to yeah. get to the Hall of Fame show. I get to handpick who the hell I want, yeah. right? right? So if Marshall Holman can still bowl, Marshall, you're in. If Johnny can still bowl, and again, physically, that's all going to come down to what I mean. Can they still bowl? Johnny Petraglia, can you still can you still do it? All right, you're in. And you pick your five five Hall of Famers, and you put them out there on one TV show. There's it's not a tournament. Nobody's trying to get to wherever. It's a one time deal. And put them on TV and let them go. Because I'm telling you, people like my mother, they're clicking through and see Marshall Holman throwing a bowling ball is going to stop 
mm-hmm. and boo the hell out of them and root against them the rest <laughs> of the show. It's going to happen. My right. aunt Joyce loves Marshall, so she'll stop and she'll root for him the rest of the show. That's the type of stuff that, you know, always helps. With The celebrity stuff is cool and you bring in different demographics and all of that stuff too. Sure, I get it. But we start talking about people that are clicking through the channels that are bored on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon um, and they see somebody they rooted for, you know, when they were younger or whatever else, more than likely they're going to stop, right? They're right. going to stop yeah. and watch Phil. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you see it now. I mean, I saw during that uh, that League Bowler National Championship at Blair Wawatosa back there. And that's summer. open right now for registration, by the way. Yeah, that's open to everybody right now. It was, yep. December, it was December 2nd that opened to everybody. So you can get that at PBA.com. They got a big thing right on the homepage there. Uh, to get yourself registered. But the number of pros that would come in, on, especially in that final squad, and the fans that would – I mean, here's some four-year-old kid just in love with Kyle Troop already. That's not going to change. Kyle Troop will be on the senior tour when he's 60, and that three-year-old kid is going to be 43, and he's going to be still be a Kyle Troop fan. That's Again, Guppy could be out there bowling. Right. I mean, that, that, that's yeah. another one. Yeah, you right. could put Guppy out there with Pete Weber and Marshall Holman and Vitraglia, put all of them out there because now people – Again, a lot of people don't know who the hell Guppy Troop is, but it's Kyle Troop's dad, who is a PBA bowler. Put him in some loud clothes, like uh, old school <laughs> stuff. Put him out there. Put Kyle, uh, you know, over there on the side or whatever else watching. People right. are going to root for that dude because it's Kyle Troop's dad more than yeah. it's Guppy Troop, but it's Kyle Troop's dad, and that's why they'll get down with it. Yeah, and it's 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 just hopefully this league just brings a few more. It doesn't need. I mean, it's not going to be an overnight sensation. Don't get me wrong, but to be able to see that many guys on a show. I mean, they tried doing that last right. year with the 17 player step players. They just wanted more fate. You want the exposure. You want more people to see who your stars are. When you're only seeing five at a time or four at a time during a week, it's tough to develop those new faces and turn them into marketable faces. Sure. And with the PBA league, they're going to be able to do that this year. And, you know, if Frank Snodgrass is back and he does something funny or falls in a gut or something like that, maybe like what happened with Josh Blanchard a few years ago, all of a sudden right. doing a TV commercial or, or that. Right. You never know when it's going to happen, but there's yep. more opportunities for these faces to get out there and do it. And, and, and that's Nuke. what I'm really looking forward to with the league. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully Nuke does well this year because, again, I think yeah. that's a dude that can blow up and be one of those guys if he wants to be, if he's cool with it. Because he had a flash in the pan type deal on TV this year. And Phil even said it. He walked into the bowling alley in Milwaukee and everybody's coming up and talking to him. Yeah. And he just showed up. It wasn't like he's been doing it for five years on TV and had a chance. People literally saw him once or twice on TV this year and fell in love with him. Yeah. And we were at, a, I covered a regional in outside of Peoria a couple of weeks back. And it was uh, a Midwest regional. Eugene led the PBA 50 division of the tournament. Kevin led the PBA division of the tournament. That's awesome. To this, yeah, so I'm like thinking to myself, this is going to be the best finish ever if they both win. So many yeah. people are going to watch this, and then they right. both just let it get away from them. So, so well, they, they were out game. at Sussex Bowl, I believe, Saturday or over the weekend. For- I live streamed. I live streamed the H5G uh, team shootout this past Saturday. Yeah, and and uh, Kevin was there. Chris Prather was there. There were a lot of decent names several PBA names, a lot of them at the regional level, but a couple of, you know, PBA stars like Prather and, 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 and not Eugene were there. So how was the uh, turnout? Oh, it was wall to wall. It was packed house. They had sold that. Tur- they sold the tournament out in 48 hours when they opened up the entries in, uh, in September. Not the entries. I'm saying people oh. coming to watch. Oh, it was, it was crowded. It was, it was crowded all day. I mean, I had to, we had to try to, it ran a little late. So trying to get my stuff out of the way for the league bowlers that were coming in and they were waiting while the fans were watching. Yeah. 
it was, it was if it wasn't for my wife being my production assistant it would have been a little hairy uh, just getting out of there, getting around the crowd and stuff. So yeah, just, I think the bar at Sussex Bowl had a very good day on. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Just to show you the interest in this, Sparky, is one of my customers bowled that tournament and brought in a video for me and didn't say anything. He goes, here's Kevin McCune. And Kevin McCune was lofting the ball 30 feet down the lane on a fly and striking. And so he didn't say anything, just watch. And oh, what do you think I'm going to say? I'm like, what the, you know, like yeah. that 30 foot. I'll tell you left. right now, if that's I, how strong that guy is, if I try to do that, I would go 30 feet with the right. ball down right. the You'd lane. Be, I, a, flop. Yeah. I would be down the lane with the ball because there's no way I could loft the ball that far down the lane. But again, when you're a big, strong dude, like that guy is right, you know, you could do it. And then to be able to still, still, still strike. I mean, it's like, he's right. doing trick shots. No, and messing around. That's he was his purposely doing this. Yeah. Right. He's actually yeah. stopped. Yeah, it's just like his dad. His dad always got so he's the fireballer, you know, Eugene. Right. Hard straight. Eugene can do so many things with the bowling ball, and Kevin's learned from that. And Kevin yes. can already do so many things from so many areas in the lane with the bowling ball. If I'm Belmo in the LAX, the two people I'm protecting, he has to protect himself if he's bowling. The other one I'm protecting out of that roster is McCune. Yes. I'm protecting Kevin McCune. Sorry, Butters. Sorry, Stu Williams. Sorry, Thomas Larson. I'll, I'll try to get you back in the draft. I'm protecting McCune. Because of the versatility he's shown at well, such a young age. My comment to the, the customer that showed me that video is, is what can he not do? When you're lofting the ball 30 feet out into the lane and striking with it, I mean, what can he not do? He can do everything. But again, it's going to come down to the mental side of things yeah. uh, and being able to handle that as we go. Because yeah. again, as it becomes more popular, there's going to be more pressure to win. Absolutely. There yeah. just is. Yeah. More TV shows you win and you don't finish. Yeah. Then people like me are going to be like, so what's this dude's deal? He can't close. I mean, right. that 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 comes with it. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Right. How, how long did we say right. that about EJ until this year? How many times was EJ on TV the yep. last three years and couldn't close it out? I didn't say it at all because we were not we weren't doing the show. Uh, <laughs> but but Sean Rash uh, heard a bunch of me uh, for a decade. So yeah. I mean that that is kind of the deal, right? Like mm -hmm. right. It's, when it's early and they don't know who you are and you're that young, cute guy or whatever the case may be, okay, everybody's going to kind of lay off and be like, all right, here we go, another young gun. And then you fast forward and you're yes for Svensson and you're like, oh, well, maybe this didn't turn out as much as I thought it was going to turn out. Because let's be let's be fair about Svensson. When he started, we all thought, oh, yeah. this was going to win a bunch. Like, yep. here we go. And they were overplaying his looks, by the way. But either way, so they, they we get to this point and you look back and you're like, well, that didn't turn out nearly as good as I thought no. it was going to turn out. Like, which is he funny because he's called the Ice Man. They call him the Ice Man and all that, and that's yeah. good. And that's fun. It's marketable, and people know right. who he is, and that's good for the sport. But I, I wouldn't look at him and go, "Yep, that's as successful as I thought it was going to be." No, I don't I agree. think he's been nearly as successful as we thought yeah. he was going to be when he came in. Hall, he's Hall of Fame eligible, but once again, the last oh, we can talk years, about Hall of Fame eligible crap <laughs> later, whatever. Well, I'm uh, just oh, saying I'm say that's a, yeah. that he came. He was such a fire. I mean, he just came into everybody's picture so quickly and was there. And all of a sudden, it's just like, boom. It's just like, it just it turned you know, off. Better to burn out than fade away, I think Def Leppard said at one point in time. Yeah, I don't know I don't if that's know. necessarily I, the case. I'm just but. saying, I mean, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers was just on Pat McAfee's show on, what was it, Wednesday, Tuesday? What is today? Thursday? Um, and he was talking about Jordan Love. Yeah. And I think indirectly, he was talking about Zach Wilson who's getting crucified in New York. Uh, but he was just talking about how, you know, you don't want to crown somebody right off the bat before they've done anything, right? 
And just right. like you don't want to crucify somebody right mm-hmm. off the bat before they've had a chance to do anything. Yeah. You don't right. want to do that. And so often in media, we do do that. But I feel a lot more comfortable now because this dude's been here for a while to say that didn't work out nearly as well as we thought. Right. And that's why, like we're talking about McEwen here, you just don't know. Like you, right. w- in five years, is he going to be that guy or is he going to be another guy on tour that we see on TV once every couple of years? Right. We have no idea. And yeah. that's what we have to wait and find out. We'll see this year. If he comes back this year and he wins a tournament, this year on TV, then we can go, okay, maybe we yeah. got something. Maybe we can build and, and go from there. So I don't know. I yeah. love talking bowling. It's just so fun. I had a a sales guy, a uh, sales assistant or whatever here yesterday. He goes, hey, Spark, uh, you, you like bowling? <laughs> the other sales people are like, that's a bowling podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Of course. Yeah. I, I like bowling. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Love bowling. Love talking about bowling. That's yeah. You know, that's another thing, right? So I have two dreams, right? Maybe just two. My first dream is to get 1250 AM, the fan, back on doing local sports during the day, right? That's dream number one. But I've had this other crazy dream for quite some time. Sirius has all these stations. Mm. I would love to, at some point, get to a PBA radio station. Like that, NASCAR has a radio station. They've got their own NFL, NBA, fantasy sports has a radio station. College sports has a radio station. I would love to get to the point where the PBA could have their own station on Sirius Mm -hmm. XM. You're telling me that you don't think some of these bowlers could do successful radio stations based on what they do on YouTube and how funny they are and stuff like that? Absolutely they could. Rash could do a radio show easy yeah between all the celebrities he's met over the course of time and all the connections he has he's yep. got a personality where you're gonna love him or you're gonna think he's an idiot pete weber but either way yes oh yes mm-hmm. pete weber swear do what you want <laughs> pete have at it buddy enjoy <laughs> yourself hell yes yep. that'd be like one of the highest rated shows probably on series xm if you gave right. pete weber a microphone and said go yep. get him yeah. oh my god yes mm-hmm. you know you could have the commissioner's corner with tom clark <laughs> Man, please, I'll program it, Tom. Just get there it done go. with Sirius XM. Now, the guy that owns Sirius XM, I don't think likes me. Um, <laughs> but besides that, besides him not liking me, uh, th- that should still be pretty fun. All right, we're not going to get to the awards part of this because I was gone coughing my head off for a while, and yeah. now we're 43 minutes well, in, so that'll take care of that. It's not EJ Tacky for Player of the Year. Correct. Sham. Yeah. And Rookie of the Year, nobody did a whole hell of a lot, so I almost considered – I had a I had a, a ballot in on that. I almost considered none of the above, but I didn't. Don't be a jerk. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I I took Nate Stubler. So okay. So Good. I think Cort- I think it'll be Cortez Shank though. But I I've seen Nate in person and talk you know and just he didn't pull a full as much of a schedule as he could. He's trying to bounce around a job. And I that, that, I, that. I would imagine ninety eight percent of the people listening have no idea who either person is no. that you just mentioned. You're That's right. Just, I guess yeah, ninety eight percent have no idea who the right. hell those people are. Right. No, no clue. Uh, he has Phil Brylo. He has a lot of clues. You can follow him on Twitter at Bruce City Bowling. Two dollar Phil. He is Dwight Albert. He's working long, 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 hard mm-hmm. days at the Spare yeah. Time Pro Shop in New Berlin. So if you want to buy a bowling ball, have him uh, drill it or need an adjustment uh, with your bowling ball. You want to go see Dwight over there in New Berlin Bowl here in Wisconsin. Follow him on Twitter at Dewey three hundred. If you follow him, you can always tweet him, DM him, whatever the case may be. If he follows you back. Uh, and none of us, I don't believe, are stupid enough to play, pay for a blue check mark, so you won't see that yeah. either. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sparky Radio. Check out the interviews we got up at 1250 AM. The fan got one with Ryan Wood, Packers beat writer from this week after they beat the Chiefs. Tim Muma, a Brewer fanatic, talking about the Jackson Churio signing. Stupid amount of money. 
uh, in a good way for Jackson Cheerio before he plays a Major League Baseball game. Offseason, Corbin Burns, Willie Thomas possibly getting traded. So lots there. Go to 1250 amthefan.com. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. Toodles! 